Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Napa know-how. Get all the quality parts you need at your locally owned Napa. Because right now, when you order from Napa online, you can pick up curbside at your local store in just 30 minutes. Or get your order delivered direct to your door with free one-day shipping and over 160,000 quality parts when you spend $35 or more. Quality parts delivered quickly and safely. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating stores, standard ground shipping and exclusions apply. Get ready for the tastiest breakfast under the sun. Jimmy Dean Casserole Bites. All the homemade flavors of a breakfast casserole packed into a poppable bite. You know something else? They taste good. Hey everyone, John Roca here. Pluto TV is the leading free streaming television service. Watch over 100 TV channels and thousands of movies on demand, all completely free. Pluto TV never asks for a credit card. You don't even need to sign up to watch free. Pluto TV is the easy and completely legal way to watch your favorite TV shows and hit movies for free. What are you waiting for? Never pay for TV again by downloading Pluto TV. You can download Pluto TV for free on all of your favorite devices today, including your phone, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Apple TV, Smart TVs, PlayStation, and anywhere else you stream. In the age of online retail, buying a car should be no different. That's why Carvana invented a brand new way to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made a purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door. Or you can pick it up from one of their coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy ensuring you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check out the nation's fastest-growing auto retailer at Carvana.com. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. 
you know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Raw Recap here on the Pro Wrestling Sheet on the heels of a fantastic Memorial Day with a certain uh, pay-per-view event that we won't get too deep into, but that pretty got, got people, a lot of people back in love with what professional wrestling can be. But, hey, this is the Raw Recap. I'm your host, John Roca, joined, as always, by the CEO of the Pro Wrestling Sheet there, Ryan Satton. How are you? I'm great. I was going to say it was a good Memorial Day for some of us, but not for <laughs> you, apparently, based on what I just learned right before we started recording. Mr. Like, yeah. messed up his calf muscle at Schmodown. Uh, yeah, well, you know... Let's talk about too much of that. And also, also had to take had to go to urgent care to get some steroids. But look, who cares? There was fantastic professional wrestling over the weekend. But today we're talking about the raw stuff from last night. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, for double or nothing. I don't want people to think like I'm ignoring ignoring are we, are double we allowed or nothing. To speak about yeah, 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 no. I uh, I'm going to be uh, well. I guess by the time this airs, I will have already done it. But well, we could still watch it. Later, I'm going right? to be on Collider Live. Uh, it, it'll be when this comes out. It'll be out. Well. Yeah, it'll have already happened, so you can go back on the Collider or the Collider Live YouTube channel and go check it out. But I'm also for this channel uh, going to be doing a full rundown, full review with Jen Sturger. Nice. Yeah, she awesome. was uh, she was also there, but she was also kind of I think I think she might have been behind the scenes, so mm-hmm. maybe she'll uh, have some insight into things or yeah. some some inside info. We'll find out. Uh, last time I remember she was on a podcast. It was here with Collider. That's yep. where yeah, when she talked about CM Punk being backstage yeah. at uh, at the press conference. So who knows what we'll find out with. Jen on on this week's show about Double or Nothing, but uh, we'll have a brief moment to talk about Double or Nothing as well, because it's not like it was not mentioned on this show. It was fantastic. (laughs) Great stuff. Yeah, exactly. You want to talk about it at the end? So we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. It's, okay. not, it's not there yet. Sounds good. All right. Teaser. But yeah, teaser. There you go. Uh, all right. So the whole thing started. The whole, uh, you know, it was on a Memorial Day. So you, WWE loves these military holidays. They go all out with these incredible packages, interviewing people who served. Kind of their way of, like, you know, respecting the service members, but also respecting what it means to serve. And, you know, for all my, at times, my shots and other people's shots to take at WWE, these packages are really well done, and they seem very genuine uh, from a good place. So it was a fantastic way to start. That, uh, this particular raw. Well, you being someone who was in the military, yeah, having served, I'm sure yeah, it, it, it does. I, 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 my my opinion is much less relevant than yours, you know. So I think yeah. that uh, for for someone like you who did serve, right, that's right. how you feel from it. Then it's great that they do that. They do, I do, and I, like I said, I take the shots. I know they they're not always perfect on the moral ground or some things they do, but when it comes to honoring the military, they certainly do a good job of that. We step into the situation. A Kofi Kingston comes out with the pancakes. Then Roll- then uh, Seth Rollins comes out. They both want to find out who who is going to be the person that Brock Lesnar challenges. Lesnar comes out, does his boombox thing to the tilt, even throws in a little dance in the middle of the well, ring. Well, they did like a remix of his song. Yeah, he remix, had that yeah. like weird like Gasolina sounding song yep. that he was dancing to, which is not the music I would have expected Brock Lesnar to be listening to. It sounded a little Scottish, so maybe Sky isn't always the right way to <laughs> no, go. No, it sounded like reggaeton. That's that's the vibe I got <laughs> oh, from reggaeton. it. it was, that's why I said like Gasolina. God, I got a Gasoline. I had that kind of like that vibe to it. Um, yep. So I... I, I, uh, I and then before we get into the rest, what yeah, do you yeah. think of just them kind of going 
all in on the the boombox thing. I like it. I think it's fun for now. It'll wear out its welcome, I think, really soon. But I think it's a good way to go, and especially the remixing the songs to kind of mess with them and having Rollins storm out of the ring. I thought it was brilliant because now he's playing with house money. So Lesnar gets to mess with them however he wants, whenever he wants, and it's exactly why they gave him the case. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah. I think that the, you know, when he came in and he was messing with, uh, the coming in and the messing with everyone, he's supposed to be an instigator my, and a heel. My, I, and this is like the most nitpicky thing. All right, I'll be honest with you, but I have this. Uh, the producer in me has this problem when I watch segments like this, going like. Who did Brock talk to backstage to like orchestrate this music off? Oh you yeah. Know? First of all, did Heyman go hand him a, go hand the music guy a new CD? Like, hey, this is Brock's remix. This is what you're gonna play. This when is what he's you're out gonna there. play. I don't know. And then the switching off of songs thing. I'll be honest, it didn't even register with me at first. Like, I was like, what's no. he? What are they doing? I'm like, oh, it's because his boombox is playing right. each person's theme song. Like, maybe it was. So, like, yeah. low wave. Thing. I don't know. I just was like, ugh. Like, I, I did groan a little bit when it dawned on me. I was like, oh, got it. Like, he's playing <laughs> different music from his boombox. I don't know. Maybe if there had been, like, a button on his boombox oh, that he could have, like, at least right. done something with. I also, I, I, I just feel like... As much as I like it, a boombox is such an irrelevant item, you know? It's like it's like Brock walking around with an 8-track player at this point, you oh, know? Oh, no, wait a minute. Now, it's not the same as an 8-track player. A boombox like a boom this box, one? It's got... It's got Who has a boombox well, like look, this anymore? 8-track players are made to be made fun of. Boombox still have existence in, like, street art and whatever. They're no, still, not in street yes. art. You just made that... Oh, yeah, no, I'm sure you're most connected to the street art community. Uh, there's graffiti when you're driving in L.A. You see it all the time on the walls, and I've seen boomboxes... On those walls and, and I, on the posters. I, I hate to break this to you, Roca, but that was probably 15 years ago because the kids these days who are spray painting are yeah. not using boomboxes. They are using headphones. There's a factor to it is what I'm saying. Fair. Yeah. Uh, fair. There is. But no, I just don't know if the kids they're trying to connect with, if it looks that cool using a boombox all the time. All right. Fair. Regardless, I, I, a lot of people liked it. A lot did. of people laughed. Yeah. I think a lot of people were into it. Me, I think I would have enjoyed it more if AEW's Double or Nothing had him in the night before, and, and not to be oh, like I see. the guy comparing all of it, right. you know, the two companies against each other, they're very different events. One's a pay-per-view yeah. that they're coming out with guns blazing. One is a Memorial Day holiday TV episode that's going right. to be not as watched. I get it. My problem, with my, my the reason I say that is because I feel like WWE, regardless of whether you want to say they think it's competition or not, mm-hmm. I think WWE... Should have put, should have put their best foot forward last night. Like, really? like well, like you just said, you started off this thing yeah. saying last night or more day there was a pay per view that yeah. showed people that you could fall in love with wrestling again. Yeah, I, because of that. Yeah, because of the people who watched that, I just feel like you know they should have tried to put out. A plus show. Like it, they, regardless of it being a throwaway holiday episode, mm-hmm. they should have been like, hey. We would, you would think it would light a fire under their ass a little bit. And I realize these things are planned weeks in advance, but we always hear about script changes yeah, happening yeah. as the show is going live. So don't, of, yeah. don't li- bullshit me and try to be like, oh, these plans have been in place for a while. No, don't. I'm not stupid. You right, know? Right. So I just feel like, like this should have been a, hey, We've got it. We've got the best product in town. Well, I feel like all their heavy hitters were on last night. And yeah, but so they brought them all out and did but, their thing. But this first angle, look it, while enjoyable, yeah, 
is it really their best foot forward? Well, like no, Brock Lesnar dancing around, well, Seth sure. Rollins storming the ring because he thinks it's fucking stupid. Right. You know, you know, does that, I mean, yeah. you know, is that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I, I hear what you're saying, but what would they have done? A three-way match and all this? Like, it, then at that point, they're in essence saying, yes, AEW is competition. Yes, we need to step up our game. Everyone's been right about us all along. I'm not saying... And so we're going to change our whole thing so that we can compete with AEW. I'm not saying reinvent the lowering wheel. lowering yourself down. I'm not saying reinvent the wheel. I'm not saying make all these drastic changes, even though they've been making these drastic yeah, changes... Supposedly. For, drastic for months changes, now. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But... I'm not saying that. I'm yeah. just saying that they should have tried to have the best episode possible. Now, I hear I hear the logic of what you're saying. And I think to do that, you need to start off with a bang. Yes, sir. And I don't know if this was really the way to start off with a bang to yeah. be like to be like, oh man, WWE doesn't get. They're not back. They're, they're not. They're, they're not. You know. Right. They they saw what happened. You know. They need to fight back. Not not necessarily fight back. That's a wrong term. Right. But just putting out their best show. And I don't know if this is necessarily. Yeah. I don't know. To me, this wasn't like. Blowing me away, or anything I got, like no, that. I get it, and a lot of people, and of course, AEW chance broke out. This is awful chance broke out, which will later in Shane's match. But certainly, this kind of thing is is interesting to explore because AEW timed this double or nothing pay per view the right time. Mm -hmm. I mean, the right time they did because the WWE is not going to come off with some incredible show Memorial Day, and they got Super Showdown coming up, which a lot of people have issues with. And then you have and this so is generally a time that that is boring in WWE. Yeah, right, exactly. So they made the move when they made the move. The thing is, you can get all the shots you want at the beginning. Who's going to be standing when it's all over? Oh, That's course. what matters. Oh, of course. And so the WWE right now in their minds is just staying the course and doing their thing. Their fans aren't going to run in mass to AEW. No. Leave them. Not now. Not yet. No. But maybe down the road. And down the road, AEW, if it's successful, will find itself in the same position maybe two years from now. When a, when people are bashing their house shows, yeah, but so there's possibilities here and absolutely. praising a WWE pay per view, absolutely. But yeah. you also at the same time can act like WWE is not caring at all because clearly, oh, of course they do. Of course it, they do. It, it was. I think they have a longer picture plan ever before they acknowledged TNA on yes, television. Yes. Like honestly. It wasn't until TNA was dead in the water and ever being a chance of being competition right. where they kind of referred to them as an afterthought company, right, you right. know. Um, and then maybe there's one or two I'm missing, but in my mind, I can't recall it happening until way, way late, like until recently. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just they mentioned AEW on TV last they night. Did. Like we said uh, we're going to talk about did. it. Yeah. But but I just feel like it's not like they're not aware of what's going right. on. So right. I just felt like I don't know. I just felt like. And obviously, Brock's storyline is something that they've been working on. Yeah. But I just, I don't know. I just feel like they could have. I'm not the guy writing the show. It's not my job to sit well, here and come But I just feel like they could have put a more compelling product right at the. Uh, compelling story forward. I don't disagree with you. I think the thing that I think saved it was Ziggler. Ziggler coming out, attacking, uh, doing the things that he did, Xavier Woods and him going at it. Uh, and then Kofi coming down to save him. I thought all of that worked, and Ziggs getting on the mic doing his business. Bloody. Bloody. Yeah, it was great. So I think they knew, with, I think with Lesnar, they're hamstrung. There's only so much he's going to do, and so only so much that he wants to do. And so he'll do those things, did his business, messed everybody up, then left. And, you know, like, gave the preview for what he's going to talk about later on, who's, who he's going to challenge for the money in the bank. And then uh, Ziggler is the thing they were trying to push. Lesnar's already established. The Ziggs thing is new. So they focused on that. And I thought that that saved the whole thing overall. But, of course, I hear your point. Absolutely. You'd like him to come back with a pay-per-view style of house show, which I thought some of these matches could have been on pay-per-view. Oh, they put good, ma they yeah, put they put good, good matches, matches forward. Yeah, but yeah. also, let's not forget yeah. that 
there was about an hour before we even got wrestling on the show. It's true. That was surprising to me. And and, and that was another one where you go like, guys, they just, you just had these people who are clearly throwing shots at you. Cody Rhodes destroyed a Triple H like throne. They took one of your top guys who you had been grooming since day one and had treated so well and you've made a millionaire. He then left and threw a middle finger at you guys. You know, like, you know, these are real things that are happening. You know, one of your backstage producers straight up quit yeah. just so he could go to the competition. You know, like these are things that are happening. And I, I, I know that you, like you said, uh, they're, they're, they're not, they're going to keep course. They've yeah. got tons of money. That's They've, just how they are. They don't need to do anything different, yep. but I don't know. Not but, yet. Not yet. Not yet. I guess but not. Like, like WCW, they were like WWE, when WCW did their things, WWE was still stuck with like the earthquake and tornado and all that, those old weird kind of things that carried over from the 80s. It took WCW like waking them up with their stuff to eventually bring on the Attitude Era. Of course. And, and so we'll see how, we'll see how this plays out if there's similar notes that are going to be struck between these two as they compete. Because AEW, with a, with a TV show now, with people coming over, like you said, with JR calling those matches, that's, this is legitimate competition. Is it at the level? No, but it doesn't mean they can't climb up. Hey, Leon Spinks knocked out Muhammad Ali after only seven fights. It can happen. So you just never know with this kind of situation. I like it was a promising start for AEW. We'll see how long they can carry it because eventually egos are going to get involved. Money's going to get too much involved. People's desire for the spotlight is going to get involved. All pessimistic people are going to sleep, sleep with each other's husbands or wives. Shit's going to go down. Why are people? I'm just telling you. It's humanity. It's humanity. This isn't Hulk Shit's, Hogan and, oh, no, and it Brutus it the Barber Beefcake. It isn't. It's, we know how it is in pro wrestling. Shit's going to go down between people, we and then we'll see how they survive wrestling. it. People go sleep with each other's wives. <laughs> They do. I mean, I, you know it's true. They do it in football too. They do it all levels of foot of sports. So anyway, uh, wait. But back before we move on, <laughs> yeah. um, I really also I, I really did like the Dolph Ziggler thing. I liked that, yeah, yeah. like you said, much more than the start of the show. I felt like I'm into this new thing they're doing with Dolph. Yeah, yeah. I I like blood. I'm, I'm sorry if that makes you weird, but blood and wrestling does kind of always look cool. It is cool. As evidenced at Double Earth when yeah, Dustin. Dustin was just like <laughs> gushing blood. Um, I love that guy, man. Yeah. I love Dustin. And, and so, yeah, I, 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 I uh, well, I forgot I lost track where I was going with that. Yeah, oh, yeah, blood. the blood thing. Yeah. I like the blood, so I thought it really made it feel much more intense. I thought, like, it had, like, a, it added the extra element yeah. to it, um, especially after seeing the blood double or nothing. It was kind of like, oh, kind of cool to see blood back right. on Raw, a little bit on Raw, even though we've seen it a little more lately. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought, I feel like Dalton Ziggler has been very effective in the in, in yeah. the quick burst we've been we've been giving him before i've Super been very Shana. happy to see this yeah so we'll see how it goes down uh and then of course we go right into the toilet with a shane mcmahon versus lance noe match who was a cousin of and Roman and hawaii sorry who was a cousin of uh roman reigns uh this was i don't know what the point of this was and fans rightfully chanted them out of the building with this is awful and I think there were some AEW chants. I'm wondering well. if the AEW chants are going to replace the CM Punk chants. Oh, good. I don't mind if they do that. Uh, me too. At least it'd be like yeah. uh, they can't bar everybody out. They can't kick everybody out of the. Thing. No, uh, but and at least it would be more impactful. Like yeah. CM Punk, cool. You're chanting for a guy who's not around. Yeah. 
AEW chanted for someone who is around. You know, it'd be you great. Know? Saudi Arabia AEW chants in Saudi Arabia would be insane. I feel like the Saudi Arabian yeah, I think they fan would. base probably isn't aware of AEW. But you don't think so? <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know. Um, You'll probably be right. But what was the point of this? This was ridiculous. Well, this is more like what I was saying—the best foot forward thing. Yeah, you know, this like is terrible. You go like this, this, and honestly, and maybe this is conspiracy theory, tinfoil hat yeah, Ryan here. Sure. But I go. We, the Rhodes legacy was played up so yeah. highly at, oh, at AEW. Right. And then he comes out and starts talking about the Samoan legacy in WWE, yeah. the Afa and the Sika yeah. and everyone. And like, you know, talking about what the Peter, High Chief Peter Maivia and like all that kind of stuff and The Rock. And, and, and I almost wondered if it was like, a, hey, we've got a deep history too of yeah. people. You know, it's not just. And then we're going to crap on it. And we're, <laughs> then we're going to crap Which on it. Which makes no sense. That's the thing. It would have been great to go forward with that. That was the message. Hey, don't take it personally, Rhodes family. We crap on all legacies yeah, here. All legacies. It was ridiculous. Yeah, you know, and I, I, Lance isn't a Lance is a um, a, a good wrestler. Is he, he a developmental guy. He wrestles in MLW. Oh, okay, um, and he wrestles in different independents and stuff like that. Um, but I, you know, I don't think he's quite, you know, right. ready for TV. I shouldn't say ready for TV. I don't think he's quite ready for the main roster yet. Yeah. I think he did stand out a little bit. Although he did look a lot like Roman Reigns, and I could very much see them using him in like an Eric Angle type role, where it's like he's just kind of around <laughs> nice to help reference. fill out the Samoan dynasty or whatever. Right. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I didn't hate it, but okay. it was one of those situations where I just thought, well, one, is this interesting, and right. two, like. Guys, like you, you've got someone nipping at your You've got the whole. Re- I'm sorry. There are a lot of wrestling pay per views that happen. Yeah, where nobody watched it, or I shouldn't say nobody, but not every single wrestling personality right, right, right. was on their radar. And like, hey, we should probably tune into this and see what's up. Yep. I would say almost everyone I've talked to in the wrestling industry watched it or yeah. watched it after the fact because they want to know if their money were if, if AEW put their money where their mouth yep, is, and yep. so. Um, and they did. Everyone, almost everyone that watched it that I've seen, ninety five percent of people that I've seen, were very happy with it. Yeah. Were, enjoyed it. So um, this is one of those segments where I go, "This is what you want to like. This is what you want to like. Be like, hey, this is our thing. This yeah. is what, this is what we call professional wrestling or sports entertainment. You know." And I, I, I you know, too much Shane lately. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like yeah, I, I, I agree. I, like Shane isn't good at twenty four. Like, every mm-hmm. he's not the most strong character right nope. now, and and he's used. Way too much, way too much. And then we went from, so we went from this half hour segment with the dancing and the yeah. remix Brock to this, which wasn't really a match because Drew McIntyre pulled him out, they yeah. beat him up, then Roman Reigns comes down, they fight back, whatever. Then we went right back into the exact same segment. Yeah. From the first hour. Like, that blew my mind. I go, like, really? We waited for an hour for a match. We got Shane versus Lance Anawaii. Yeah. And then we went back into the same segment with Brock. Was it? Am I, am I crazy for that? No, no, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I, I thought it was weird. I'm like, why are we doing this now? And all it did was once again uh, show that Rollins wants Brock in a straight up match, and uh, and doesn't want to be surprised by it. He just won't take him on. And then, but the weird thing I thought was funny was him slamming uh, Heyman's face with the contract. The I like that. Fun, look, I'll I be like honest. That. The segment made me, to be honest with you, yeah. This is why they should have opened the show. Yeah, great point. They didn't need that whole stupid... They could have even condensed these two things and had them all happen at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. Where Brock goes, wait, what? Yeah. I got a a year? Yeah. Laters, and like, everyone would be mad. I I don't know. That would have been better to me than 
two really long segments yeah. that w- that show that like wrestling is not the point of WWE, and mm-hmm. that's that's fr- that's not good thing to show to everyone. I get it, yeah. sports entertainment, whatever. But well, you gotta have a healthy mix. You've got wrestling fans yeah. there, yeah. you know, and like even me, I love all this stuff, but mm-hmm. I do think that like in a moment like last night where everyone was expecting them to like put on an A show, this was a weird way of doing it. Because I mean, I did laugh. Yeah. I loved the idea of Brock Lesnar not watching wrestling, so yeah. even he doesn't. So he doesn't even know. That he has a year on his contract right. for the money in the bank. Like literally, everybody knows the money in the bank contract last year. But Brock Lesnar's like, oh, I don't, I didn't I have no idea. I don't watch wrestling. Didn't read the contract. I have no idea. I was told to go out there do my thing. Did it. Yeah. Um, the slapping of Paul Heyman, all that was hilarious. Yeah. I just felt like repeating the same segment a, an hour later was like, yeah, why, what? With I was almost wondering. Point. Yeah, what, this, what was the point? Yeah, I don't know. It's true. But I really hope that this isn't all a swerve. I'm going to be so mad if all this is a swerve and he's still wrestling Seth at Super Showdown and that, like, even the Baron Corbin win later, yeah. somehow they get out of it and it's going to be... No, 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 I don't think so. I think they're going to have Lesnar off this off sushi. Maybe he'll show up to mess with Seth. I hope. But because that's it makes so much more sense for him to show up on the first episode of SmackDown on Fox yeah. and cash in the yeah. belt. Exactly. Have Pyro back that night. Yeah. Have Brock cash in. That's how you make... The, the, the SmackDown show, the A show, when That's it goes a good to Fox. points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let's move on. Hey, remember your tag team champions? They actually fought. They're back. Uh, they're back. The Iconics are back. They ended up taking on Nikki Cross and Becky Lynch, which is weird. I thought Nikki was with uh, uh, Alexa Bliss, but now apparently. Well, Alexa's injured, though. Yeah, yeah, right, right. You're right. But I thought she was going to be like his, her lackey for the moment of Bliss thing. But now she's, she's kind of pairing with Becky. So, which I kind of like more, to be honest with I you. I thoroughly like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they match more. Irish and Scottish. I like that idea of them because there's already an inherent distrust between them countries-wise. I didn't so, even think about that. Of course, it's perfect. And the end, and I hate to jump ahead, but that ending yeah. part when Nikki was looking at the belt when Becky was yeah. holding it up. Nikki's next. If they were to... The, the smart move would absolutely be to have all of this have been like Nikki was plotting. She attacks Becky and we yeah. go into Becky versus Nikki. And Nikki's a hardcore heel like she was for crazy. Right. All the let's play, let me play, let me play type stuff. That would be so much better. Yep, yep. Um, this match was it was okay. It was passable. Yeah, it wasn't anything special. But once again, they don't really put a stamp on anything. These iconics, and they take the loss again. They have not won since WrestleMania. I don't think. No. So this is fa- this is insane to me. What they're doing to these belts and what they're doing to these ladies here now. It's almost. I almost. And this is crazy for me to say this now. I'm almost starting to feel sorry for them because they keep taking these losses and they don't let them like get in the ring and fight long matches and show improvement and get the fans behind them and they give me more ammunition to be like well see this is why you never should have given them the belts anyway so i think it's just a big mistake i think you're right i think you're absolutely right i think it is a mistake <laughs> oh, maybe, got that off my maybe chest. Peyton and Kay won't hate me so much now <laughs> <laughs> they were on some thread, and Peyton goes, why should I be on this thread? And I was like, Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah, she did. Why am I on this thread? And I was like, oh, this thread got away from me. <laughs> this ain't got nothing to do with me anymore. I, I may have star- <laughs> may have commented on something, but they tagged you. I never tagged her. So I, I never those. tagged them. I hate those cops that tag people and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, if I want to tag the person, I want to tag the person. Exactly. Asshole. Like, exactly. Uh, um, yeah, it was like 40 comments down. She goes, why am I on this thread? Why am I being tagged on this thread? Also, I'll say this much. Yeah. Twitter 
making the replies automatic to everyone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it used to be when you replied, you replied to that person. Right. But now when you reply, it's to everyone who happened to me. That was one of the biggest mistakes that Twitter ever made. Oh, yeah. I, it, and it's what's caused so much discourse on the Internet, I think. Because before, it was like, you just wanted one person. Yeah. And you, you really wanted to tag all these other people. You could. Right. But it wasn't, like, automatically going to tag all the people to, like, keep a conversation going. Exactly. One of the worst things Twitter did. Yeah. Wish I could get, wish I could get rid of that. Editing is the other one they need to get. They need but to it's got to it's gotta be only in a short window. Right. Like, right. Like a minute. minute you have yeah. a minute to fix this tweet. Yeah. Because like, it's a typo. Let me fix the typo instead of deleting it, right. redoing it. A uh, minute. Because I know that everyone's like, well, then if something gets a million retweets and then someone changes it to be like something racist, it looks like everybody, like a million people oh, retweeted something racist. Point. So that's like what everyone's worried about is like oh. a bunch of people retweet something and then it gets right, added to say right. something bad and it looks like you retweeted something terrible. Great points. So yeah, short window. Shit. Okay. Two minutes, maybe. Max. Yes. Yep. Um, the, this the, 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 the Riot Squad, the Iconics. I miss the Riot Squad. Remember them? <sighs> Buried, like I told you. Not buried, they just haven't been used. Ruby's injured. Ruby's injured. She's out with injury. She's been out for a while. She has having dual shoulder surgery like Sami Zayn had. She's going to be out for a while. Um, But Liv, put her on SmackDown. Anyways, um, this match really wasn't anything that special. This did nothing for Becky. Honestly, here was my thing when watching this. Everyone just felt lost. Yep. They don't know what they want to do with Becky anymore. They don't know what to do with Nikki, and the Iconics are just losing every right. time they're in the ring after winning at WrestleMania, yeah. completely invalidating their big win. It really is. So, I, as much as I, you know, I like all the people in this match, I just felt like, what are they doing with all these people? Yeah. Like, make something cool happen. You yep. know, nothing cool is going on. That's, and I hate to keep talking about AEW, but that was one of the things that. It was less for me a love of professional wrestling and more like, hey, wrestling can be cool. Right. And honestly, I've had five people walk into me in the office, but walk up to me in the office today and be like, hey, how was Double or Nothing? Or yeah. almost interested. I never have that happen with WWE pay per view. Right. So it's interesting to me that people saw that and were like, hey, how was that? Was mm-hmm. that thing cool? Mm-hmm. Because it does have that kind of sense of cool. And I, yes, you are very right. It is very hard to keep that sense of cool for sure. A year. It's a new thing. It's a new thing. Yeah, People yeah, are excited yeah. a shiny toy or whatever, but like still. Yeah. Uh, there was nothing cool about this. Yeah. You know, it was just kind of like a thing that we were watching. And that's not what yeah. I want my TV shows to be. No, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Uh, well, throughout the, all this whole night, we should hit him now. There were all these vignettes inside of the Memorial Day barbecue that was happening. And old grudges were put away, at least for a day. Uh, with uh, Tamina and Naomi uh, making up, and then uh, Dash and Wilder talking, uh, going up and talking to the Usos, mm-hmm. them doing some stuff. Then our truth rolls in with that twenty four seven title, trying to claim he's not that. And poor EC three just sitting there all completely morose. Uh, and then all this stuff breaks out, people trying to find and get that title, blah blah blah. So that all the vignette was happening there was just filling in time, just filling in time. Definitely time filler. I also feel like this was one of the worst barbecue type things they've oh, yeah. done. Yeah, they went back to Usos and Revival playing cornhole. Yeah, like, yeah. they made you feel depressed for EC3. Uh, they turned to me in a face for some reason. Yeah. Um, I guess because Nia's not coming back for a bit. And then, yeah, just in general, it was just kind of like, nah, okay, cool, get it. It's Memorial Day. They're barbecuing. But yeah. I don't really think they, like, there was any hugely funny moments or anything that exciting about it. Yeah. Just the twenty four seven stuff, but but even that even wasn't that. Yeah, it was like kind it's, of like uh, it's like okay, yeah, 
You had to throw it in there. You had to. Th- we, you knew right when you saw it. That's what was where that was leading to. Yeah. Yeah. But even that wasn't that fun. Well, we mentioned pay-per-view level matches. Certainly Cesaro and Ricochet were pay-per-view level. This was fantastic. I really love how much Cesaro is embracing the new music, embracing the new look, coming in. Great back for some incredible moves from Ricochet that uh, Cesaro totally rolled with and some like scary moves. Uh, and all of it working out to where Ricochet gets the pin, but a well-earned pin and no controversy here, I don't think. So it was fantastic all around. Well, one of the things that I saw people saying was like the, oh, the whole 50-50 booking thing of yeah. like trading wins. But to me, I didn't mind it here because I yeah. felt like last week Ricochet was not 100%. This week yeah. he's back 100%. He got his win back, and I'm hoping that now we're going to get the rubber match between the two yep. at the next pay-per-view or whatever. So um, it didn't bother me at all. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I loved the match. I think that, you know, like you said, uh, they're kind of doing this whole new thing with Cesaro, and, and I like they're putting them against small guys mm-hmm. because it reminds me of, like, PWG Cesaro, where he was like, and, you know, I didn't go see him live there, but from, you know, the matches I've seen, it was a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, fun, flippy, <coughs> lucha kind of stuff. And yeah. so... He's perfect for that. He's so strong that yeah. it, 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 it's just it, it works perfectly. I mean, that finish was awesome. Yeah, it was. I, I, you know, I know it was just a Hurricane Rana, but the way he did that, where he f- rolled up from the outside, you know, from the ground on the outside up to Cesaro's shoulders, Cesaro walking in and then doing yeah. the that was up there for one of the spots of the of the past few days between that and the Phoenix thing at Double or Nothing, oh, where yeah. he did, like the back kick up on the top of the rope and then f- did the. Hurricane Rana off the the rope as well. It was crazy maneuver. I, it's hard to explain, but it was awesome. Yep. Um. And I. But but this was awesome. I mean, I think that Cesaro and Ricochet are both so talented. They both work at another level. Mm-hmm. Uh, those guys can go. I, I think that it was very smart. Out of everything that had happened up to this point, I was like, this is what they should have started the show off. Yeah. With. I mean, yeah. like they should have shown that, like, hey, you can watch good wrestling here too. And this was one of those things where you're like, okay. As a pro wrestling fan, yeah. this is what I've been waiting for on this show. I mean, those are two of the most talented wrestlers in the world. Right. You know, and, and, and they showcased it last night. Yeah. Fantastic moves, like I said. So I hope it leads to something. You said the rubber match, but I also hope it leads to titles down the road for both of them. I, I want to lay the groundwork. Give them best of seven like best they seven. did with okay. Cesaro and Sheamus. At the beginning. I, this is one sure. best of seven match I would be cool with watching. Like, yeah. let them go. I'm, I mean, we've already... Got two of them down. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, like, man, when Cesaro did that uppercut yeah. and Ricochet just went like flying into the corner, awesome. Right. Uh, the so many awesome. On the neck. Oh, it was insane. Awesome. Yeah. I said awesome way too many times just now, but it was, I mean, I can't think of another word to describe it because it was just like while watching it, I was just so like amazed yeah. at all the things that were going on in the match. I was just like, this is what I am talking about. Right. Like, this is the stuff I watch wrestling for, you know? Yep. And you could have seen that in an AEW match. Those are those kinds of wrestlers that can be in AEW. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you see the mix that's happening with the WWE is they're, they've got that combo of the top-heavy stuff and the stuff that appeals to the indie wrestlers. So, the problem is that the top-heavy stuff doesn't match the quality most of the time of what you're seeing from these independent wrestlers who come into the WWE. That's the unfortunate independent truth. Style, cause independent style. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Independent style. That's, that's the unfortunate truth of the situation you have issues with. Um, real Real quick, uh, uh, Triple H taking on Randy Orton randomly at Super Showdown. They're going back all the way to 2003. I saw this promo already many, many times. We know they've had battles, but I guess they're trying to remember. They're trying to get people to remember from back all the way back 15 years, 16 yeah, years. Yeah, I was gonna ago. say. I yeah, got the same thing about watching. Like, who doesn't know this? And then when I saw the last, one, I was like. God, that really was a long time ago, that whole thing. I was like, I guess there probably is a lot of people watching this who aren't super aware of that history. Right. And you know what? It was put together well. Yeah. I, 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 as much as I rolled my eyes at it, too, I go like, well, we get it. 
we just had Triple H versus Batista right. at WrestleMania. So go through all the evolution. And this is supposed to exceed WrestleMania or be the same or whatever, as good as WrestleMania or better or whatever they said in the yeah. promo. So I was like, of course, now we have another Revolution match to show like this is our WrestleMania in right. Saudi Arabia. Uh, but still, I, I thought that the the because it hasn't really been hyped very much on TV. Yeah, yeah. I thought that it did do a good job of like, all right, you know what? I'm ready for another Randy Orton Triple H match. I'm cool with it. Yeah. Well, yeah. If we probably fight uh, Ric Flair next, just finish off everybody in Evolution and be done with it. All right. So we get promos from Strowman. We get promos from Baron Corbin, who comes in and attacks uh, AJ, who can't be part of the four match, four way match. Is this a real injury or is this a storyline injury? I didn't hear about it until last night, so I'll have to do some digging. Okay. In. Okay. Uh, so it's Braun Strowman taking on the Miz. I'm going to say no, though, since he got attacked. Right. And Miz had a weird ass uh, promo as well that. that I just, you know, the whole thing like this, I was like, oh, man. I low-key liked it. What? Simply because. Really? Okay. Simply because he said something in it that I thought he has needed to say for so long if they planned to make him a face. And that is him saying he needs to earn things. Before, you know, it was very much like he was fueled by anger and stuff. Right, right, right. But the Miz character is so... Uh, cocky. And the Miz yeah. character, by nature, is thinks he's the best. Right. And so, the one thing I liked about the Miz's promo is that he finally said, "Like, I need to earn my stuff." Or yeah. I forget exactly how he worded it, but he mentioned needing to earn things. Yeah. And I was like, "That's what a face would say," right. you know. And I felt like he hasn't. He's been acting. He's been. You know, they've been wanting him to be a face, but I don't think he's been doing face things necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was one of the first times where I was like. Okay, his character is looking for redemption. Right. To show he is a nice guy. It's growing on me a little bit. However, okay. I don't think he is a strong enough face to be holding this the full match together. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. Braun Strowman is also a little bit damaged. I like Braun Strowman yeah, yeah. personally, but I don't know. This match felt a little flat to me. Yeah, I agree. I thought this was going to be like one of those epic matches between these four ways we've been seeing lately. And this one didn't quite live up to the billing. And I think it's because Lashley's limited. Strowman is limited. Corbin isn't really over with the fans. And Miz doesn't know where he belongs amongst these four. So you you saw them all giving their best. I don't think you could argue the effort of the match. It's the overall result of the match that wasn't that exciting. It wasn't that thrilling. I knew Corbin was going to win from the beginning. I just had a feeling because they got to give Seth a victory here. Corbin will give him a good match. It's Superstar Showdown. Probably a lot of people, not as many people are going to watch this as they do other things. So if he, so, so Seth wins, Corbin gets a title shot. It fills the void. We move on to the next thing. So it wasn't a surprise to me. Lashley's not ready. Strowman would be too big of a match to have at Superstar Showdown. And the Miz thing, I think they're saving that till later. So this makes the most sense. Yeah, it does make the most sense. I also, I thought it was very silly that they hyped it as an elimination match the yeah, whole time. Yeah. And then had one pin in the it's, match. I thought it was. And it was over. I thought you. Because, yeah, because Corey Graves, whoever said, well, you got to get rid of the first two guys. And I'm like, wait, wait. So this is one by one? Is this how this is going? They said multiple yeah. times that it was going to be an elimination yeah. match. And then apparently I didn't hear, but they said that, like, Braun and Lashley eliminated themselves for going out of the arena. But it's a. They never said. I mean, most four way matches are no DQ, no count out. So they never said that was. Like, that's yeah. never. A, that's never been a thing. That's so weird. So yeah. it's very confusing yeah. the way yeah, they yeah. did that. Um, so yeah, this match left a little bit to be desired, yeah. in my opinion. As much as I think I like all the guys in it. 
Right. Then we get uh, we get ourselves a nice little uh, Bray Wyatt vignette. And I, the kids thing was really weird and unsettling. I didn't like that, to be honest with you. That's kind of strange. And then we get more with him uh, in the mask and talking to uh, saying that, you know, saying that she's a bully or whatever. Well, and she, well, she, Sister uh, Abigail or Abigail the Witch. Or oh, whatever. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was gonna say I also loved when she, when Abby came out mm. and said that she's being trapped in there. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little. I feel like you know I like when they're kind of like piece by piece building this and we're trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah, this was the first time where Abby, who is Sister Abigail, has has basically said that she's stuck in his head. Yeah, right? because that was the first indication to me that this is in his head. Right, these are all in his head. He's right. in a mental institution or Could something be. like that, yeah. and these are all things in his head. Uh, he's saying, like, let me in. So I'm guessing, like, he's trying to get out of yeah. this mental institution or, or something. I don't know. But the, that, I thought that was a very interesting development. Yeah. The, the let me in thing. Or the, the Abby saying, let me out of here. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're, I'm trapped. I want to get out of here. Right? She said something along those yeah, lines, right? Yeah. Um, I also like that we got back. We, we kind of got the spider walk again yeah. when he had the limbo thing. The, yeah. Um, it, they're definitely getting darker, these things. And I love that they're getting darker. I'm, I'm very intrigued to see where these go. Yeah. Very much intrigued to see where they go. Yeah, you can't, you can't mess this up. Like, you can't mess this up. Like, you've got to hit this no perfect because people are getting excited about it. Are you going to do what's right and give him a match that is of quality or a push that is of quality? If you start out having him squash people, I'm going to be super fucking mad. you got to find something really good for him to come out of this situation and go toe-to-toe with somebody and destroy them. What's Destroy. the next big pay per view? Not like the next pay per view. What's the next like, big pay per view? Where are we right now? That's what I was trying to figure out. Where yeah. are we right now? April, May, June, July, SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Right. Yeah. Do you think they can stretch this out to SummerSlam? To I, where his first match is back is at SummerSlam? There's so much going on that I think they can. Me too. Because they'll spend three weeks uh, having him like do something towards the person he wants to fight in the match. So that sets up the match and then the match being signed. Okay. Yeah, that's that seems to make the most sense at this point. So coming back like a few months before, like like a month and a half yeah. or something like that before SummerSlam. we're almost out of May. We're into June almost. We're not that far from June. You're right. So, so June, July, August. Yeah, yeah you're right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah. I can see his big match, his return, his big return match happening at SummerSlam in yeah. like a marquee right. match type thing. I'd love it. Right. I think the mask looks scary. I even liked how he said he hides behind the masks to, you know, when he feels, I forget exactly his exact wording, but I, I, I liked all, I was, I was about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm all about it. Me this too. was a really good vignette. I agree. It was better than the one last week. So Very I, much so. I, I was very happy to see them come back. And I think they figured out, let's not do that from last week. Let's, let's get a little more focus on the darker stuff. All right. Well, then uh, Corey Graves got himself a show, unbeknownst to anybody in the world, and says it's called The Electric Chair, which I don't understand. Terrible that. name. It's stupid. What, what is he? Uh, what was he known for? Was he known for executing people or uh, doing something? It was his no, move? I mean, his other show was Culture Shock. What was his finishing move? Was it some kind of electric chair? Is it an execution type thing? I don't think so. Uh, then I don't understand this at all. It's stupid. So Sami Zayn comes out as his first guest and does his ska thing all the way down, falls down the ramp, sits down, uh, and then answers questions from the fans. Now, what's your bet on this? Were they questions from the fans that were given to the fans, or are they legitimately random questions and they just grab people out of the audience? I think on this one, they legitimately grab people out of the audience right? to ask them. It, it seemed a real. lot different than the other one. Yes. The ones they had done before. I forget who was with, uh, I think it was Alexa Bliss. Yeah, Moment of Bliss, right. Um, when they were asked, those were clearly plants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these ones did not feel like plants uh yeah. the little girl owning oh Sami Zayn. she was hilarious hilarious when he was like you mean me and becky lynch and she was out of nowhere here well duh <laughs> that was great uh yeah my guess 
is the reason they gave live microphone to the audience was they expected one of those people to ask about all elite wrestling. Right. And Sammy was told what he could say about all elite wrestling. And then when they didn't, he just and he knew there was going to be one last one. He just, he just threw it in there because he was shocked that someone else didn't. What'd you think about that? Uh, the AEW shout out. Okay. So like, (laughs) (laughs) I loved it. First of all. Okay. I love the, the, the wrestle, the, the attitude era kid yeah. in, inside of me yes loved it okay because i go oh man like Tr- cody is slamming triple h thrones sammy's calling out aew on raw right they're back to they got a competition they got someone to fight against but i know that's not the case right. I, I know that there is such a long road ahead before we ever get back to that again yeah however there are shots being fired and it's fun to watch um if I were WWE, uh, I wouldn't have done it. I, I wouldn't have done it. You know, I think that there's a lot of people watching WWE who aren't aware of yeah, AEW. Yeah. There's so many people. I mean, I, you know, I looked at the the Google Trends afterwards, and it like doubled their traffic for search traffic yeah. in AEW. People going, "What is AEW?" You know, so for that, I go like, I, I wouldn't have done it. However. I could also see that WWE might want competition again. Yeah. You know, they, I could see them being like, great, this is good for everybody. Competition makes us all work at our best. I'm sure people in WWE missed having competition because they've just been right. fighting with themselves and being yelled at by Vince McMahon. And I'm sure they're like, yeah, let's do this. You yeah. know, like, this is fun. This is what we all used to love t- 20 years ago, you right. know? So it's, 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 it's twofold. You know, like, yeah, maybe they wanted to put some shine on AEW. Because they want to have some competition because it does bring out the best in everyone. It does. Um, I, at the same time, it does look a little bit like they're gotten to. Yeah. Like, you know, like, it does just seem, you know, like Vince scripted that to be like, well, I'm not a bitch. You know? Right, like, right. I'm not a bitch. I'd go out there and talk about AEW. Like, don't make them. Yeah. So, I, you know, I'm, I'm working on it, obviously. But if yeah. I had to guess... I mean, 90% chance that that was scripted. 95% yeah. chance that was scripted. I don't think Sami Zayn is going out there dropping the competition. Right, right. He would get in major trouble, yes. and they wouldn't just release him. He would be buried. He would be... It would be bad. He would get icy hot in his. Although it does make tights. him a mar- <laughs> although it does make him like a martyr if they, you know, for the rest of his contract, yeah. and then he could, you know, at the end when he comes out, like look what they did to me, type right. stuff. So you also don't want to maybe do that either. But all that aside, I think that. Um, it was the most interesting part of the show. It got sure. people talking the most. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, it had to have been scripted. I mean, yeah. there's no way don't it wasn't think? scripted. Of course it was yeah. scripted. I mean, of course it was. I mean, WWE, sorry, uh, AEW, they're firing shots. I mean, yep. in that, you know, we posted the video on the YouTube channel here uh, of Dustin Rhodes after Double or Nothing. And he straight up said Vince better watch his ass. Yeah. Like, he was like, these guys are coming for him. Like, these guys want to take over the world, and Vince better watch his ass. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I think Vince has always kind of been a, uh, you know, petty, cocky kind of dude. Sure. And, you know, he's got bravado, you know. And I think that they clearly were calling him out. I mean, it was like, hey, we, you know, we we own professional wrestling. Right. Nobody owns professional wrestling. You know, Vince hates that because Vince thinks that he is professional wrestling. Right, right. So, um, yeah, I think that it looks like they've gotten to it a little bit. It doesn't look like Sammy, to me, doesn't look like Sammy was working, you know, doing, yeah. a, work, you know, doing a shoot here. Yeah. I think it, was, it looks like Vince was a little gotten to. Well, the thing is, uh, over the weekend, uh, before we left for our Memorial Day plans, I had a couple hours and I was randomly in front of the television just, like, working on stuff on the computer and... 
I watched the XFL documentary again, the 30 for 30 documentary. If you haven't watched that XFL documentary, that's a window into Vince McMahon that you're rarely going to see. Oh, yeah. uh, On so many levels. All right. And you get a taste of what this guy actually thinks about himself, sees the media as, and thinks about his product and how dedicated he is to it uh, and also how willing he is to drop it once it ain't working. That's one of the keys to Vince. Vince is smart in that way. He gets there eventually. He may not get there on the timetable. You think he should, but he gets there eventually. And when he does, he's determined and it's done and he moves on. That's the thing when you're watching this XFL documentary. Do, give, do yourself a favor. Watch it on ESPN+. Plus. It'll give you a good understanding of how he may handle this situation. And don't be surprised if down the road, if they really start to blow the doors off things, they'll make adjustments. Vince could steal some of their talent as well. He's got deep pockets. The other side of the situation is that uh, they may uh, Vince may step down and Triple H may take over. And now you have Triple H versus Cody Rhodes going at it. That would be exciting. See, in my opinion, yeah. the battle is Cody Rhodes versus Triple H already. Oh, okay. Vince is like Big Boss. Okay. To me, I feel like that's already the battle. Big and, Boss. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I feel like AEW has to conquer NXT before they talk, tackle WWE. That's fair. You know, AEW, you know, the cool, hip, young brand, the, right. the, the comparable thing would be NXT sure. because that's Triple H's thing, and that is kind of like the thing that he'll go like, that's what wrestling should yeah, be, yeah. you know? And they're going to come in with something different than NXT. So to me, I think the real battle is going to be AEW versus NXT before we get to AEW versus WWE. Like, there, there were no female matches at, at, at Double or Nothing. There were two of them. There were two of them? Who yeah. were the matches? Uh, there was uh, Britt Baker versus Nyla Rose okay. versus... Kylie Ray versus Awesome Kong. Oh. And then there was a six-woman tag match from with all the Joshi talent. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm gonna, I didn't watch those, uh, so I didn't know that they were on there. Okay. Cool. Um, but So you see some of that. That comes forward as well. This is their approach as well. So you're right. NXT is the legitimate next step. I think they've got the talent and the firepower to destroy NXT and then start moving on to something oh, else. Uh, SmackDown I is mean, the NXT possibility. NXT has a deep... Roster. I mean, like, there's they a performance do. center of guys that you can do another show out of because they wow. don't have enough talent. They don't have enough time on NXT. I, okay. I truly believe as soon as they announce an air date, yeah, an exact oh, air TNT? date for TNT, right? My guess is they're going to announce an, X, an NXT show on Fox Sports One. Wow, and be like, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, TNT. Right. That's my guess. All right, that's my guess. Right. That's my prediction. I've thought of this whole time. Khan, I hope you have some deep pockets. I this think it's going to be a long I, battle. I think it's going to be an hour show on Fox Sports One uh-huh. and an hour show on the WWE Network. Uh huh. NXT, like two, like two hours of yeah. NXT, one on each. That's my guess. Interesting. All right. We'll see if TNT gets a streaming service. Then they'll do one hour plus on something. They have one. Do they? Bleacher Live. That's oh, where that's their the w- streaming that's, service. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. How interesting. Okay, I thought Bleacher Report Warner Live is its own thing. All right. They're both owned by Warner Media. So, yeah, uh, Bleacher Report Live is uh, where, like, AEW stuff's going to air. It's not, it's not pitched as a TNT streaming service. It's pitched as a Bleacher Report for Well, they're both owned by Warner service. Media, though. Right, right. I get that, but it's not pitched that way. You know, like Disney, Disney Plus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. yeah. That's why I was a little confused by that. Well, that's curious to see. Yeah, they have, they've got All one. Right. That, that's, that, yeah, they've got one. They've right. got one. I like this idea. All right, well, <laughs> so there's a lot to come up. Of course, obviously, it ends with... Uh, with uh, 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 Rollins taking on here, Sami Zayn in an impromptu championship match. Uh, Rollins ends up winning this thing while getting his leg injured before the Superstar Showdown that's coming up. And uh, we'll see how Corbin and that match 
gears up. But I think they did that to maybe make people think the Lesnar was coming out, but then he never did in the show. Ends. The leg thing? Yeah. Yeah, I know. They like, it was weird. And I, thought Why that, I 100% thought that's what they were going to yeah. play off of. Yeah. And then Kofi was going to come out and like, no, me. And they were going to go off of him like, I'm not doing any of you right. guys. But instead they didn't. Um, Sammy really is becoming a highlight of these shows. Oh, hell yeah. You know, his new character for me has landed. Yep. Uh, you know, even though they've had some stumbles with the whole Braun Strowman thing, I really feel like his promos just feel so natural. Even when he br- dropped the AEW line, yeah. it, people were like, oh, did he, did he actually say that? Right. That's when you know someone, something's working because people don't know if it's real or fake. Right. And I think that Sammy is really nailing this character. Um, and then when you... L- let him have competitive matches afterwards where yeah. he's not just getting squashed. Um, it really backs it up. You know, I think that, you know, this match, the matches that on SmackDown show that like this new heel Sami Zayn character is very effective in the main event scene. And, yeah. I, and I, I, I like him. To me, he's one of the most natural heels that can back it up in the ring right now, in WWE at least. And most, and by natural, and also one of the most, uh, Charming guys, like people, people. He is over with the fans, heel or face. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. The fans love him one way or the other, and it's great to see him get this run. And he's really good at turning them too. Like, yep. the, the, if they're if they're into him too much, he's good at like doing something to to turn it on them a little bit yeah. so that they don't cheer for him too much. Because I mean, you can't. He is a likable guy, right. but um, and he's saying things that you like. A lot of people probably agree with. Right. So. Um, yeah, I, I think everything about this character is great right now. I didn't, I didn't mind him losing because it was such no, a good match. It's a good match. Um, even the way they did like the stomp, and then he had to like do you know his leg right. was turned, he had to like do it again. It made Sami Zayn. Um, he didn't lose in a, in a weak right, way or anything right. like that. And he's wrestling the WWE champion and the Universal champion yeah. uh, on on every show. So I think that it's uh, it's it's great for him right yeah. now. But he definitely pushes him up the ladder. So there you go. All right, well, that's our Raw recap for uh, this day. Uh, thanks, everybody, for watching here on Pro Wrestling Sheet. Uh, Ryan, you want somewhere they can watch and read everything we do? ProWrestlingSheet.com. That's the website. You, uh, at Wrestling Sheet on social media. YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. That's where you can find all the videos that we do here at Wrestling Sheet. You can find the Raw and SmackDown recaps with Broca and myself. You can find Wrestling Sheet Radio with my friends that we do. It's Elijah Bates and, and Jamie Iving that we do. We talk about top stories in wrestling. Uh, I will be doing a Double or Nothing review with Jen Sturger uh, later today. Uh, and there's also a bunch of press conference videos that that took place after Double or Nothing where I was in the media scrum. So uh, it's the first Really, I mean, I know it's only like a minute and a half, but it's the first interview with Dean Malenko since he left WWE. Uh, There's Dustin Rhodes where he talks about the thing I said where he said Vince better watch his ass. Um, There's a full like 11 minute interview with Tony Khan where he talks about a lot. And there's a lot of information in there. Lots of good stuff. Can't recommend it enough. So go check out the one with Tony Khan. There's also a quick one with Hangman Page as well where he talks about uh, his upcoming match now against Chris Jericho and all sorts of other things. So make sure you guys go check that out. Uh, YouTube.com slash C slash Wrestling Sheet. Subscribe while you're there. Like the videos. Comment. Uh, I read them all. I respond sometimes. But make sure you guys... (laughs) are doing that. It helps me out a lot. Also, if you just want to listen to the audio of things, uh, you can find it on most major uh, podcast platforms. Just search Wrestling Sheet Radio. Yeah, there you go. And 
One thing I enjoy was that picture you posted of all those people at the gorilla position. That's cool. That was a fantastic shot. Yeah, that was from being the elite this week. Very yeah, cool. Very cool. I so enjoyed seeing that, seeing how many people were involved and invested in this thing working and so many good minds involved in it as well. So there you go. You can follow Ryan at Ryan Satin. Follow me at The Rogue Says on Twitter and on Instagram. And tomorrow, we'll be back with a SmackDown Live recap. This will be interesting to see how they respond, possibly some AEW stuff. We'll see. That seems more of akin to me in comparison. So we'll see how they bring their best out. Um, all right, thanks everybody for watching. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good rest of your Tuesday. Still, little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Babu, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. Orangutans. They're beautiful, playful, and majestic. And disappearing. Every day, as many as 20 orangutans vanish. They starve to death when their homes are destroyed or are killed when they stray into villages in search of food. International Animal Rescue is fighting for the survival of the critically endangered orangutan. But we can't do it without you. Please visit internationalanimalrescue.org and help us save orangutans before it's too late. That's internationalanimalrescue.org. Napa know-how. This month, Napa's got all kinds of motor oil deals that can save you some serious cash. Like a five-quart jug of Napa Full Synthetic Motor Oil for just $16.49. With savings like that, you may start feeling like a VIP. But don't let it go to your head. These oil deals are for everyone. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General states pricing. Sales prices not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 831 Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.